Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here from View from the Cheap Seats podcast. And this week we have one of the best sports writers in the game. And he's got a great podcast as well. Jonah Carey joins us on the podcast. Did you have fun on View from the Cheap Seats, Jonah? I had the most fun and my commute was about 14 steps down to my living room. We did it in your living room. We're in Denver. It's a little road. uh, I'm going to call it a road victory for us all. We all There's no one I want to talk to more than who right now during these baseball playoffs than than Jonah Jonah Carey. Carey. So join us on this episode because we take the deepest dive. Let me just say there is a three a <laughs> Mordecai three, three finger, finger brown reference. There you go. That's and by there. the way, Gar Ryness is not here. I'm kissing him. I'm, I'm giving love. a shout out now. I feel like he always needs to be at least in spirit when we love talk. to the batting stance yes. guy. Audio. Corrections and amendments from our last episode. We begin with a humiliating correction of a correction. The name of the band, the recorded red rubber ball, is pronounced circle, not crickle, thanks to Preston Peterson, I hope that's his real name, for that information. Jumbo's Clown Room, the tasteful strip club, is actually on Hollywood Boulevard. In the late 19th century and early 20th century, an intense version of pink eye, also known as trachoma, was the number one reason immigrants coming to Ellis Island were deported back to their country of origin. And finally, the bold and the beautiful, the CBS daytime drama began Monday, March 23rd, 1987, and is still running today. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Human Conversation with Aaron McGathy and Wayne Fetterman. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Human Conversation with Wayne Fetterman. And that's Aaron McGathy, <laughs> who's being presumptuous whether this is your favorite. It might just be one of your favorites, or it might you're be just the only sh- podcast you've ever heard of. <laughs> heard of? Yeah. Not heard. Let alone listen to. Okay. Yeah. Welcome well, to the best hour of your life. Okay. I'm again, I don't like to oversell <laughs> these things. Uh, more Five if- stars. <laughs> <laughs> Wish there was more. Wish there was a higher. Champagne. Uh, yeah. So, uh, as you know, on our, in, I don't know if it's our last, the last podcast that you heard, but you've already heard the news that. Aaron McGaffey yeah. is packing her bags, <laughs> leaving on a jet plane, John Denver style. We were just talking about him. Don't, I don't know when I'll be back again. Do not know. <laughs> don't. One way to Now, go. when you come back, will you bring or wear your wedding ring? No, maybe not. <laughs> That's part of it. I hope we don't just hop over there and get married right away. But we'll see. <laughs> never say never. But it, so that all seems your like that bags weird. are packed. I'm ready to go. You're standing here. Outside your door, which is weird, song. but right. I, yeah, right. <laughs> I just because you have that, I, I lent you that DVD. And I right, made, there's so <laughs> many times I fooled around or played around. I'll tell you now, they don't mean a thing. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to Ireland. Not going, you're moving, moving to, yeah, to Ireland. Essentially, yeah, yeah. I will be there for the uh, for, for the 2016. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there New Year's Eve. Jeez, going to ring in the new year. You're going to bring Irish. in, that's in New Year's you will never forget. That's true. I And I don't know what I'm doing yet. <laughs> New Year's, we'll see. No plans. Maybe just. Maybe just uh, standing sp- in the middle of right. Grafton now Street. You will find something to do. I'm sure. I'm, if I know you, social Aaron McGathy. I had a dream last night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> As you know, our very first episode of Human Conversation, before we even knew it was called Human Conversation, right? I was talking, was back and forth, and I explained very clearly that I hate hearing people's dreams (laughs) because they mean nothing and they could be interpreted. So I'm moving to Ireland. So what was your dream? My dream was that there was uh, like a group of people in a building that were singing Danny Boy. (laughs) The pipes, the pipes are calling. Danny Boy. Is that about a dead guy? Yeah. It is? Calling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From Glen to Glen. Yeah. All down the mountainside. Keep going. 
Oh my God, you're not going to get into I'm Ireland. <laughs> you're you're going to be there in the room. <laughs> the guys are like, nope, nope. I had a dream that I was I was waiting outside of like a church or like a big building, and they were singing "Oh Danny Boy," and I was trying to le- learn the words. By the I, way, go, go keep going. And keep. I and I knew and I, like at the point that I felt like I was confident with the words when I started walking in, everybody was walking out, and they're like, "We've already sung it." And then I was in the room, and I was like, ah, I knew the words. And then I started walking out of the building, and then a new group came in, and they started singing the song, and they wouldn't let me back in. It was a very on-the-nose. Yeah, (laughs) on-the-nose. You feel like an outsider not fitting in, trying desperately. Yeah, off time. Just uh, off a little bit. Yeah. I had lunch with uh, my Scottish friend, Kate Gray, yesterday. Oh, one of my favorites. She's great. She is great. She's great, great. She's great. And uh, did was... you tell her the news? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, um, she was one of your uh, maids of honor, right? She what? Well, only one maid of honor, Kimber Hall, but she was one of my bridesmaids. Very good friend. Correct. Right. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. Oh, that's fine. And um, I've I'm friends with her family who live in Scotland, and she's lovely. But like we. And I've I confided in her a while ago that I that I was interested in moving in Ireland. It's before you told me, roll. before you told me. Well, and I only to be fair, I only yes. bought my plane ticket four days ago. Wow! So that was my like final like okay, I'm gonna do it. And you're my ticket. flying Aer Lingus. Aer Lingus from JFK. Direct to direct dubs. to Dubs, which is so cool. Yeah, that's gonna be the greatest flight. <laughs> so fun. And it's, it's gonna, gonna be fun. a it's gonna be an over it's like an the, overnight flight. The alcohol that's gonna be served on that flight. <laughs> Are you saying because it's Irish? Yes. Oh. <laughs> the wow. Irish Express. Right from Jamaica. I mean, I, 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 love... I like to call it Idlewild Airport. <laughs> uh well she was saying, because she's a Scottish person in the United States, and I was telling her that I felt insecure about um, leaving the United States and going to Ireland. I was like, is anyone going to take me seriously? Because I, I always am a little judgmental of people who, like, leave their lives behind and whatever. You are? Okay. Yeah. Even though that's not the way I feel about this move, I don't feel like I'm leaving my life behind. I feel like I'm, like, elevating and just, like, moving forward and excited about this thing. And she was saying, oh, well, no, like, you're going to feel really special. Like she she said in Scotland, not special at all cuz I'm just another Scottish person. I I'm with her. I'm yeah. with Kate. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. You're right. I'll be the You'll be special. Cut be to special. New Year's Eve by yourself, <laughs> weeping. Well, it is it nursing is so... a Guinness. <laughs> I never thought that <laughs> I would pint, be like Or pint whatever they call it. Do they call it a pint over there yeah, too? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I I never thought that I would be like I'm not going to be an expat technically ever because you don't have to like refute your. Uh, I don't want to get rid of my American citizenship, and you don't have to. You don't have to anymore. No. Um. So, I didn't even know that that was a thing that I only learned recently that that was a thing that you used to. That's what expat means is that you really can't. You're not. You're American. an expatriate. Yeah. Right. That's what pat means. Right. I, I, I'm, first of all, it's, I'm first expanding of all, it's my my patriotism. Yeah, I think it's a uh, first of all, it's an assumption that they were patriots to begin with, because <laughs> you're a citizen doesn't necessarily mean you're a patriot, right? Yeah, yeah. There are well. a lot of there are a lot of domestic expats. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, there are a ton of American people who would love to go to other places. I'm sure. I'm I'm in this I'm in this very unique position where I am able to I don't have a husband oh my god <laughs> guys I don't know if you know this if you're just listening <laughs> Aaron was married and divorced within the last eight months is that correct <laughs> eight months year in the last when was the wedding November 15th oh it's any oh so it's a year yeah. the past t- 13 months she's been married and divorced I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was less time than that. That's the way I've been telling the story. Well, because <laughs> it's more exciting. That's the way that you've been telling the story. Yeah. Who are you telling the story? Well, to? when people ask me about who is your co-host on this, oh. when I tell them about the podcast, what do you say? What's your elevator well, podcast that, pitch? This is the, well, <laughs> it's not always on an elevator. Sometimes it's an escalator. Sometimes it's one of those people movers. 
But it's always something like that. All right, we're done here. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're done. I say do a podcast. It's a low concept podcast. <laughs> called true. yeah. And they're like, what's it called? I go, it's called Human Conversation. I go, well, what, what is it, Wayne? I said, well, there's uh, there's this girl, Erin McGathy. She's 25 years younger than I am. <laughs> and she's, uh, we're friendly, but not friends. So there's a lot of kind of generational things. And we sort mm-hmm. of explore each other's minds and the way of looking at the world. She's she's had a podcast. Before. She's like the expert on podcasting. <laughs> and, uh, and she... Uh, Got married and and is married, but now I have to say, and now she's getting divorced. Mm-hmm. So, so I go, so, and that's basically all it. And they go, do you have guests? No. Do you have call-ins? We've had two call-ins, Aaron's dad <laughs> and my friend Matthew Peretta, the actor from uh, Robin Hood Men Robin and Tights. Men Tights. So, uh, <laughs> and that's it. And they go, and people listen to it? I go, I know. It seems impossible. <laughs> it seems far-fetched. But I think people are into what we do. I think our podcast is like... Uh, How would you describe us? I would describe it for people who have worked in a in an office, which which is mm-hmm. its own social... Uh, right. W- weird thing. For people who have worked in an office, we're, we're the two office friends who hang out in the lunchroom a little too long and and chat and other people are like oh Wayne and Aaron are chatting but we will hang around but we're not gossipy no no, no we're no, not like no, putting down like, people like, or what is she wearing and all no that not at all no. but but there's a but there's like a like a kind weird Connection. energy yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay yeah. yeah there's a there's a a connection I love it yeah so that's the way I describe it well, I was interrupting earlier when you were talking about Danny Boy, because <laughs> there's two songs. There's a song called Danny Boy, and there's a song I love called Sunny Boy. What is Sunny Boy? Okay, Sunny Boy. It's very close, right, <laughs> to Danny yeah, Boy. I mean, and very different at the same time. Not very different. Well, it's literally one letter, right? Yeah, but Danny is a name, and Sunny is an ad- adjective. So. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. I'm drinking champagne, P.S. I- <laughs> P- P.S. I'm drinking water. No need to brag. I know. No, no, no. I'm not. I had a cocoa earlier. <laughs> so, Sunny Boy, this is what Sunny Boy is. Oh, it's so great. Who is it by? Well, it was, I think the song, I've got, I hope I get this right. We'll find out on the corrections. <laughs> uh, I think it was. I think Al Jolson actually has a credit on. He's the one that introduced it okay. in this movie called is the movie after the jazz singer. Um I can't think of the name of it. So this is oh. 1929, maybe 28. Um Jolson has this big hit with the first talkie and this is the next the next movie. And <laughs> it's a real like tear jerker song. Like those were those there were songs back then that were just super sad. Mm. And uh <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about Sonny Boy. All right. So Sonny Boy, I think he said, I could have a number one hit anytime I want. And he bet somebody he couldn't. And they wrote this song, Sonny Boy, almost as a joke. Just like, it's so melodramatic. Is that real or is that an urban legend, do you think? No, no. I think that's a real thing. I think mm-hmm. that's a real thing. That's neat. Um, so it's Climb Up On My Knees, Sonny Boy. Though You're Only Three, Sonny Boy. There's No Way Of Knowing. I have no way of showing what you mean to me, Sonny Boy. Okay, that's oh how it's, my God. So it starts out. So it's about a three-year-old. The end of it, the kid dies. Oh, my God. Sonny <laughs> Boy dies. And they goes, and the angels came to take you. Oh, my God. And when they <laughs> they, so awful. they missed you, but I miss you, too. Sunny boy, <laughs> and that's how it ends. Oh, okay. It's like, then I've heard that song. You have with you doing that. Sunny boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like climb up on my knees, sunny boy. <laughs> Though you're only three, sunny boy. <laughs> that anyway. So uh, I, I don't three, know. If three is the saddest age to die. To die. Three. That's how old Sunny Boy was. Or four. Maybe four is the saddest. How old age to die. was I think Danny? Four boy. is the most tragic. 
Now, Danny, how... Danny Boy, I think, was 19. <laughs> oh, so Danny Boy is way older than Sonny. Yeah, yeah. So between Danny and Sonny. I wonder if Danny knew oh, Sonny. Danny Boy. <laughs> The pipes, the pipes are calling. So Danny is dead? Yes. Okay. From Glen to Glen. Yeah. So Danny was like a young man. Well, that's that's just me. That's just my own feeling. We're going to find it, out. He could also be much older. Yeah. I mean, it was probably I'm wondering if on... the... I'm going to look... We'll, we'll... You got to learn all this stuff. Also, all the mythology. I know. Oh, I love it. I love it. You love it? It's going to be uh, great. You're going to learn about Chevy Chase. You're going to learn about that? (laughs) Do you know about that? No. That's the mountains between Ireland and England where they would do the uh, fox chasing in the Cheviot Hills, they're called. That's where Cheviot comes from. Oh, God. I I know a lot. I definitely want the legacy of that dude following me. (laughs) (laughs) No, it has nothing to do with the comedian Chevy Chase. Um, So anyway... So a lot's going on. So there's, anyway, there's a big, obviously, earthquake of news with Aaron leaving because this might be the end of this podcast, although we were just pitching the idea of maybe doing a once a month special, international special. Yeah. Transatlantic. Yeah. Using the... uh, (laughs) Where are you going? No, no, no. I just always think of like transatlantic, using the cable that they laid down between the two <laughs> nations to do a hookup. And now they use satellites. So, um, yeah, so maybe we might do that. But I can tell you this, Aaron McGathy. Yes, Fetterman. There's not going to be a human conversation without you. It's not going to be anything else. Oh, thank you. It won't be just me talking Reptilian to myself. Reptilian conversation. Cut to <laughs> Kate Gray. <laughs> <laughs> or Shandy. Got you to. And Shandy. Yeah, well, I'll, t- I'll call it something else. We'll call it something else. if I if I decide to podcast on the Feral Audio Network, right? <laughs> yeah. Broadcast all across the world. All so anyway, this is a bit. I wonder how many Irish listeners we have. I do love this. I love this Irish so much. I mean, my heart aches for uh, old Ireland. I mean, my heart aches for how much I love Ireland and Irish people. Is it the green? Oh, I had is a dream it, about the green last night. Is it the green? Is it the white people? What is it? Well, here's an embarrassing thing to admit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's do it. That's what we do on the I've, conversation. When I, background, when I, I love Portland. Portland is a great city in the U.S. I love Portland. I've always been a little uncomfortable with... The lack of diversity in Portland. You have? Okay. I have, because I've always lived in places that were very diverse. And it's noticeable when you go to a place that's just white. super white. Right. And it's a, it's a little, it feels a little strange. Yep. Um, and, but it also feels strange pointing that out because I am a white person. So what am I complaining about? Like the frame around my picture like what am i what what is the thing right yeah. is that you is that all there is to you the milky <laughs> but i i love skin i love ireland it gets blotchy in the sun so much <laughs> but ireland is a is very foreign to me and that like it is it is very white and there are there are black people there but they're very recent immigrants to ireland and they're only recently um uh biracial biracial i don't know they're they're only recently um people of color born in ireland oh i see okay that's a new thing yeah it's like a, it's a new thing um but they also don't have the same relationship with racism that we have because they didn't have slaves <laughs> they didn't have well they were slaves right yeah, yeah. like it's a totally or it's a totally different thing yeah and... i always love that term indentured Indentured, yeah. It just sounds like something to do with your teeth, and all of a sudden <laughs> you're a slave. <laughs> uh, my grandmother, my Nima, in... had there were slaves in her household oh. in the South. Isn't that crazy? But those are African slaves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are African slaves. But she, her your heritage, is, yeah. My grandmother, your grandmother owned slaves. 
Her, my grandmother had an indentured servants in her household when she was growing indentured up. Indentured servants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which are basically. It's a little, it's slightly different. I feel it's like, slightly different. I feel yeah. like people who were slaves. She's not old enough to have slaves. Yeah, yeah. But she, but there were, like, she's mentioned it before. But, like, she's, she's very cool. I'm about to see her in a couple of weeks. She's right. maybe As slave my... owners go, <laughs> she's super cool. No, no, she. <laughs> she's well because her thing like when I was growing up and I didn't even know that this was a thing like she's she's just like a really miraculous wonderful human and uh, she when she was growing up when she was very young felt very uncomfortable with the fact that she had like black nannies and, and stuff right. and she doesn't talk about that part of her life ever and she's not rich by any means and I actually don't know what the story is with like her growing up in this house that was rich enough to have these servants to like where she is now, which is fine. But she she owns she owns a very like modest house. Like I don't I don't know. But I'm gonna see her in a week. She texts. She uses emojis. Mary McGathy. She's yeah, I noticed splendid. like like when people discover the emoji, <laughs> they tend to go overboard, right? <laughs> Do you use them at all? Are I you? try not to. I try not to. Once oh, in a while, the thumbs up. And when I do the thumbs up, I always do the series, the white to the black. Do you know about this? Yes. <laughs> like, I do the whole, like, there's five of multi- course you do. <laughs> you know, I always do black rainbow thumbs up. Of thumbs I always do black thumbs it's up. It's so offensive, I think you're, that I think thing. you're racist if you use the yellow. <laughs> oh, my the... hard stance. Yeah. I use well, black Well, the yellow one's up. like a cartoon, right? Isn't that like a... I mean, but all of them are a cartoon. I mean, it's just like such a silly thing. Right, it's like, so if you're silly. Not, if you're not using the black thumbs up, what are you doing? You're you're really <laughs> picking your own color? Like, why are we not? That's just why like... I like using them all, because it's so politically, oh, I love it. I love yeah. it so much. I mean, I, I do. So absurd. I do love emojis. I'm, I'm somewhat tempted to just get an emoji tattoo so I can show my grandchildren and be like, I was part of the emoji generation. Oh, they're going like, to be around. Oh, you're kidding? Oh, what? But they'll change. Like there'll be things. It'll it'll change. I bet the I thumbs. I bet the smiley. I, love that tiger I bet the emoji. smiley and the thumbs up is. A... I think I'm gonna get another tattoo. Another. Before I go to wait Ireland. a minute, time out. You know I have this tattoo. Wait. Have you not seen this? I don't know if I'm. You're. It's on my wrist. Oh, why are you taking your pants off? What's going on? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What? Is, it's on your wrist. It's a circle? And no, it's a, it's a little bird. It says create. I got it when I was 19. <laughs> Don't make that face. <laughs> 11 years ago. 11 years. You got that. Yeah. Who put it on? Who was the dude? Was it a dude? Uh, no, it was a woman. Oh, see? Wrong. See? <laughs> Where? I was in San Diego. Diego? Yeah, and I drew this tattoo when I was in art class, and I was at an improv rehearsal. And I said, like, in the middle of rehearsal, not interrupting anything, but I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo of something I drew on my wrist. And my friend Amanda Sitko uh, came with me, and we went to a tattoo parlor, and this woman just... Parlored it on? How much? Parlored it on. $50. 50 American. Do you tip? How does it work? I don't remember if I tipped. I hope I did, but I was 19, and I probably didn't right. know yeah, better. Yeah. Hopefully I tipped. I, I don't know. All right. Obviously, I do remember it was $50. Obviously, yeah. That's pricey 11 years ago. Uh, obviously, I'm tattoo-free, but mm-hmm. Vera McGathy, <laughs> if just for some reason, was like, I said, Aaron, I want to get a tattoo, but I'm leaving location Size and design up to you. What would you do? Oh my god! It's a big. It's a lot. Or you could just say, "I'll pass." No, I know. I know exactly what it is. Immediately. Immediately. There's no like, oh, this would be A, B, C. No, I know exactly what it is. Oh, Aaron McGathy. All right, let's hear it again. Okay. Let's start with, what did I say? Location, size, and design. Right. Yeah. Let's start with location. Okay. On Wayne Fetterman's body. Yeah. How would you describe my body? Wayne Fetterman's body. On my body. Tattoo for never had a tattoo. Okay. Don't wear no jewelry. Okay. On her butt. What? Okay. (laughs) On the, all right. I hope it's not crazy graphic, but like where, like on the- On your right cheek of your- Okay. 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 Well, yeah. Is that a glute? Is that called a glute? 
No. Gluteus maximus. Yeah, sure. On your right glute. <laughs> I love when you don't know, you say the word sure. Go ahead. <laughs> and the reason why is because you're not somebody who has tattoos, but this is like a private tattoo place. Right. On your right butt cheek. Yeah. A two by one inch tattoo. That's the size. Yeah. Of a hot dog. Okay. That's <laughs> insane. In a bun with mustard on it. <laughs> Below it, the words Costco <laughs> and then a heart. And then a dollar fifty. <laughs> and then in parentheses, <laughs> Coke included. <laughs> Soda included. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The design is like from the menu. Yeah. That on your right butt cheek. That's what you would get. And that is what I decree. <laughs> Oh, you're decreeing it. I didn't know that. <laughs> and so it shall be done. Uh, I thought that was just a uh, suggestion. No, no, no. All right. No, me, me and my best friend Kimber are going to get tattoos in New York because I'm going to go to New York before I head yeah, to Ireland. I know. You're going to Florida? Not Florida. You're going to Florida, then New York, <laughs> and then you're going to go to Ellis Island and, and fly out of here. Yeah. How much do you think that tattoo, and do you know what you're getting? Location, size... No, I mean, her and I have had some ideas. This will be your second tattoo. This will be my second tattoo. I also, I'm seeing my brother. I'm I'm meeting. I'm technically flying Can into Can I make a recommendation? Yeah. Okay. Across G- my nose. Give me, the, give me the order you want it. Location, sure. size, yeah. and design. Because yeah. I know the three. Okay. Tell that me order what... is fine. That's good. <laughs> okay. So it's location? Mm-hmm. Okay, the first location is going to be, because I don't, That's the, the hardest thing is going to be the location. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go calf. Calf. Left calf. Left interior calf. Interior calf, okay. Yeah, yeah, not outside. Not okay. inside. So it's like kind of hidden. I know what interior means. Oh, <laughs> okay. I hope we get into an argument on our Thursday last podcast. <laughs> we haven't had one yet, right? Right. We haven't had one yet. Okay. That's the <laughs> size. I don't really know. I'm going to say same as but your- My legs are so pale. So, all right. So you're arguing against location. I mean, you can do it, but you won't like it. I mean, my legs are just so- My my legs are translucent. Like, I don't expose my leg skin to you the atmosphere. All right, all right. Wearing tights. I, I mean, have you ever seen my legs? No. No, no. Um. All right. Let me see. My initial thing was like shoulder, but I've never. I don't think I've seen your shoulders either. Well, you've seen my shoulders. Okay. This. Let's do a crazy one. Let's do a crazy one. A little. Uh, okay. All right. She's doing, she's exposing shoulder. her shoulder right now. Um. <laughs> let's do. Neck. <laughs> <laughs> right, like you're sure, like you're prisoner, to neck, yeah. like you're prisoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small, super small. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, maybe a couple centimeters by a couple centimeters. Okay, sure. design candle. <laughs> okay, an intention okay. candle. Okay, intention candle. With a little smoke coming up like it's burning. Uh-huh. Like it's going up into your, maybe to your mouth or your nose. <laughs> <laughs> so you're always smelling it. Uh-huh. Okay. Go on. Right. And then uh, the. <laughs> and then I don't know what the word underneath is going to be for the intention candle, but uh, oh, I got it. You know the word. I know what it is. I know okay. what it is. Okay. Says no intention. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> so you're just living in the moment. <laughs> I feel like that's a cop out. It is. All right. Let me, yeah, give it, let, let, me yeah. let me try another one. Let me try another. Because one. I actually did think of a candle tattoo. You did? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is the intention? Okay. Let me see what, what your intention would be. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, something like acceptance. <laughs> Or just something uh, like really elevated, really elevated, or acceptance shouldn't be that elevated, Wayne. 
No, but very you know telling. I, no, no, right about me. <laughs> Why wow, that would be the hardest thing to ever achieve. It's such a lofty goal. I have to remind myself to be accepting. <laughs> but I'm sorry, it's not just accept. You know, as life comes at you, you just kind of like accept. Um, but like an intention candle is the opposite of acceptance. It is. That's the whole purpose of an intention candle. Give me a couple of intention things. I haven't really thought this through. Okay. So um, I lit some intention candles pretty recently. (laughs) Right. On your neck. (laughs) And the intentions are uh, courage. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. Things like that. Um, Abundance. I'm not going to do abundance. That's the worst one. Yeah, yeah. That's like, but like a Buddhist courage, thing. I mean, basically everything is is just like a different version of courage. Courage, <laughs> probably. I mean, for me, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. All, all of my things are about bravery and not slipping into uh, worrying about everybody else's needs. Yeah, is my bag. Yeah, that's. I didn't know you were going to use an expression from uh, 1957. Not my bag. <laughs> you're just trying to speak your language. Yeah, so baby. you're trying to connect with, to connect with me. Uh, 27 skadoodle or whatever that thing was called. Um, Not my joint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I. Yeah, I guess courage or. Uh, how about bold? No, that's wrong. I feel like I'm I'm fumbling this. I feel like I'm wrong. I feel like the intention <laughs> candle is right, but I can't think of the right intention. Well, my so recently I've been How about uh, clarity. <laughs> I mean that would be great. Clarity. Clarity yeah. is great. I, yeah. I've been very into uh I've been rereading a lot of Walt Whitman lately. You, what year? What year? What year books? They they came out, I'm guessing. He's the poet. I know it's 1800s. That's a given, Leaves right? Leaves of grass. Yeah, I I don't know. I actually don't know the words at all. You were the years, but he's but he was a humanist. Can I take a guess? Are you curious? Sure. Something? I yeah. I don't. I don't. But I yeah. Late 1800s. But I don't you know. You think it's like 1890s? I think it's earlier. I think it's like 1860s. I'll take your word for it. I actually I've never. I don't remember. Not curious. Again. I'm not too curious. It's I know. Pretty, it's pretty timeless. It's pretty timeless. Okay, there's nothing, nothing to do with their poems being time. I know Bill Clinton gave that book to Monica Lewinsky. Did you mean, know that? I just mean. <laughs> did you I, know that? No, I did not know that. I think oh, maybe that's... I heard about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, Sorry. that was his go-to seduction book for the young girls that he slept that's, with. That's really funny. I mean, because it's very romantic. Yeah, of course. Also, like, yeah, being a humanist, like his his view on romance was very like. Let's go outside the marriage for some romance. <laughs> well, it was it was it was very like pre polyamorous the way that he talked about things. Like he You're talking he, about Walt. Yeah. Yeah. He has this thing, uh, I don't even know if it's in Leaves of Grass, which is a letter to a lover, which is like I I love you, but do you expect me to do all these things? Like, I don't know, whatever. I'm I'm gonna misquote him. But I have Two of his quotes uh, from Leaves of Grass right now attach my key ring that I look at all the time that are kind of my mantras right now. Can I hear them or no? Sure. They're private. Yeah. No, they're not private. Let's, uh... Yeah, let's set it up. These are from Leaves of Grass. Written... <laughs> I believe they're from Leaves of Grass, yeah. Written by Walt Whitman, not an Irish poet, an American not an poet. I- yeah. Right. But very Irish in spirit. Let's do it. Let's hear one <laughs> and then we'll discuss it and then we'll do the other. Okay. Um, These are on your keychain. One is uh, put your face towards the sun and the shadows will fall behind you. All right. That's simple, just science, but that's good. (laughs) 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 All right. And I'm I'm sure, I I don't know if I'm I'm close to the So the shadows are like fear will be behind you? Well, just everything. Yeah, lean in. It's almost lean in. Yeah, it's lean in. It's, uh, It's just like, because I'm going through all these transitions and things are scary and it's like, right. well... Like, Can I give I... you a quote along those lines? Because you know, sure, yeah, yeah. I don't know who wrote it, that a ship in port is safe, mm. but that's not what ships were built for. Right. 
Also, another nautical, oh. another nautical yeah, quote, yeah. which I, I don't remember who said this. Uh, to journey to new lands, you must lose shi- sight of the shore. <laughs> you, not shite. <laughs> you must lose. I'm a little drunk on the champagne. You must lose sight of the shore yep. to journey to new lands. Yeah, same kind of thing. Like, you got to let yeah. it go. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I yeah, like the it. other the other quote on my, on my keychain, which I love so much, is uh, also by Walt Whitman. Um, let your soul stand cool in the face of a hundred universes. Or something like that. Let your <laughs> please tell the listeners what I'm doing right now. Please tell them. You are. I can't see your face. Okay, you're shaking your head back and forth. It's on my keychain. Let your let your soul stand cool in the face of a thousand universes. I. It's, it means a lot. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, that's a terrible quote. And let me tell you why. No. Yeah, no, it is. It is no, it is, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm misquoting it. You're misquoting. I'm misquoting it. I'm misquoting it. The intent it's, of it is, is again, pushing. All of his no, quotes are about the, is your face. No, no, Is it about no. pushing your face into the sun, into Those a universe? Not, and the, that, that's not all. It, he also has a bunch of quotes about how everything is a miracle. I mean, it's all it's all very good. Also, this is the second time I've drunkenly tried to explain how much Walt Whitman means to me. <laughs> well, you're not the only one. He's like the guy, yeah, right? Yeah, no, he's totally the guy for for a good reason. But for the, a good reason, it's, yeah, you yeah. feel like it's well deserved. Yes, absolutely. Yes, no, it's so good. It you makes like me him feel better so than good. the feminist poets, like Plath and uh, no, it's who's not the a... sexy one. Um, well, Sylvia Plath was pretty sexy. But isn't there another one? I'm... You don't know. You have no idea. Like I said, another female feminist. Virginia Woolf. All right. I'll think of her name. It'll pop into my head. Um, Flannery O'Connor. <laughs> these all might be right. I don't know. Um, Willa Cather is not a poet, but a novelist. No, I it's think not she about. Also killed, but I, but she, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, okay. Virginia Woolf also committed suicide. It is. Thinking about, I'm not thinking about Virginia. I'm thinking of a blonde woman, a blonde, super blonde woman, blonde um, woman. Well, super feminist, look, I mean, sexy. I, I, think, I don't, I don't think it makes any sense to compare uh, poets that mean a lot to you. But in this time, I am very. You're into the leaves. I'm into the leaves, right? Yeah. No, the intent of that quote is. Well, it makes me it makes me feel very good. Let your soul stand cool in the face of a thousand universes. Suns, universes. Just meaning that like you you are your own being, you're your own space, you're your own like you don't God, need this is to the rambling of a drunk woman. Just so you know right now. <laughs> we can <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just good. It's good. Okay. All right. We're going to find out what that quote is. But I, I like... mean, I could grab it from my keychain. No. Right? Come on. We don't want to do that. No. Well, you'll do but, it in correction. That'd yeah. be crazy. Yeah. Uh, so there's your quotes. Okay. Let me give you another quote of mine that I like. Mm-hmm. They're not as good as that. Well, the first one I love. The second one, <laughs> I think you're misquoting. So I can't really judge it. I can't really judge it. But I like the ship. Uh, I like... Fortune. Here's another one that applies to you. Mm. Fortune favors the brave. The bold. The bold. Mm-hmm. Fortune favors the bold. What do you think of that? Do you it's agree good. with that? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. I like. I like those. I like those courage ones. Well, they're very. They're. They're good. They're good. I mean, it's you know, no risk, no reward. Just do it. Okay, now it's just Nike. No fear. <laughs> just stop it. Brands. Now it's just you're doing Nike stuff. <laughs> no, but all the yeah, all those quotes are very helpful. That's true. I mean, yeah, no, but the Walt Whitman stuff also like the his his whole his whole thing about oh um another one of his that I've been thinking about a lot is also going to misquote uh. I realized I was content when I found out that what makes me happy is being around people I like. This is your favorite poet. 
<laughs> I'm misquoting. I'm misquoting. Or like, or like, all I needed was to be around people I like. Like something, something like that. Something that's like, I mean, my my greatest accomplishment as a human being mm-hmm. thus far, 31, newly 31. Yep, just had the birthday. By the way, and did nothing for my birthday. Um, anyway, I texted you. You pretended it didn't exist. Oh, I, I'm sure I was just asleep or yeah, crying. Okay. Um, but the, uh, um, I lost my train of thought. You were talking about um, your greatest accomplishment? Oh, yeah. My greatest accomplishment is uh, my friendships, is the people that I've chosen to be around. That's nice. Like, that's like the nicest, most wonderful thing. And so there's this Walt Whitman quote where he says, like, oh, I realize, like, the greatest thing ever is just being around people you like, which I think yeah. is so true. Like, to be around people you like is so important and so wonderful. Thank and you. Just... I feel like you're talking about me right now. I feel I, like you're, you're complimenting. You're included in that. I, like I mean, Walt. that's the greatest thing. I mean, that's, that's, that's there that's can't beautiful. be anything more special than that. Like, you get to make your own family and you get to be around people that you choose. And, I mean, there are so many wonderful people with so many different wonderful qualities and Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. The most wonderful time. And uh, and there are so many lovely people that I met in Dublin this last summer that I'm looking forward to pounding down their doors and saying, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Are you ready for that friendship you promised me? me? <laughs> Full time. Where's my friendship? Full time. <laughs> you said we'd be friends. I called your I called your bluff. I'm here now with my bag. I'm you'd here. Say, you'd say me you'd be my best friend, Andrea Farrell. Andrea Farrell. Well, this is uh, monumental. <laughs> it's monumental, guys. We're just dealing with it here. But this is not like our normal Back and forth. There's lots going on. We're still back and forth. Yeah, of course, of course. But this is. Uh, Are we gonna go to what dinner <laughs> I, after this? I can't. Let me tell you why. I oh might, yeah, you have a date. I'm no, I don't have a date, but I do have another podcast that I'm <gasps> doing. Oh really? It's what called, podcast? It's called Comedy on Vinyl. Uh huh. And it's this apparently this comedy nerd who has comedians come in and talk about their favorite comedy album. Oh, what and, album are you going to talk Well, about? the one I picked, a lot of people have picked. So I, Cosby? No, I do like that. I like his first album very much. Um, and then uh, that's called Bill Cosby is a Very Funny Fellow, Right. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, no, this is uh, the one I was going to pick was Albert Brooks's movie called oh. Movie. <laughs> oh, wow, that's weird. I just saw Modern Romance just last uh, week. Oh, yeah. 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 That was part of yeah. Yeah. There's some great, phenomenal scenes in that Albert movie. Brooks is just in this room. What? Yeah. Albert Brooks is in this room? Yeah, yeah. I have What's some the... inside info. Okay. Yeah. So but we... Albert Brooks is just in this room recording like a couple days ago. Can you tell Maybe. me about it on the air or no? I'll tell you about it off the air. I got some inside ex-husband uh, oh, all right. info. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I can't say that. Actually, can we? We'll cut that whole thing out. Yeah. We'll cut that. Out. <laughs> Dustin, make a note. <laughs> yeah, because so anyway, the the album was called Comedy Minus One. Do you remember? Do you know what Music Minus One is? No, I don't. Okay, Music Minus One was a series of records put out where they would have the orchestra, but the trumpet part would be left out, and you would practice your trumpet playing along mm-hmm. with the, those songs. Oh, There's cool. a music okay. minus one board they take the vocals out, like karaoke oh, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or bass or anything like that. It was Weird a big... that that title would be so negative, though. <laughs> Tell me what you would call it. Play M- along. Music plus you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> Come and join the band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so Albert Brooks, because he's a genius, yeah. had an album called Comedy Minus One. Ah. And in the album, besides having his bits, he would have a script that you would read along with him like it was at, like an oh Abbott Costello gosh. thing. Oh, that's so cool. I've yeah. never heard of that. You've never heard of Comedy Minus One? No. Oh, it's That's gr- so great. It's incredible, oh, I of course. I love Albert Brooks. He's so good. Of course, of course. So that album I loved, but I said, so when I wrote the guy, I was like, 
What about comedy man? He's like, we've already done it twice this year. I was like, of course, of course, of course. Of course. So what are you going to do? I'm going to do an album you've never heard of called Borga's Back. You're right. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I'll talk to him about it. But anyway, it's an album I used to listen to as a teenager. and I, By I, whom? I like Victor Borga is the guy's name. So, Who uh, invented soup? What? I don't know. Victor Borga sounds like the inventor of some kind of vegetable soup. Of course. Yes. Yeah, you nailed that. <laughs> of course he had nothing to do with soup. <laughs> so I'm going to talk to him. So that's at 4.30. But after that, after that maybe. Or yeah. if you want to come with me to Comedy on Vinyl. <laughs> but, Where but is this, I Okay, you ready? <laughs> yeah. I don't know this guy. Great. I think his name's Jason something. He... Uh, He's in Burbank. That's all. I have the address oh, on my nice. phone. So that's I knew nice. he was in the hood. It was like yeah, I scheduled yeah. this whole thing. And then uh, he's, <laughs> I just know he had two cats. <laughs> he wanted to know if I was allergic. So I assume it's in his sure. house, which I can't yeah. wait to see. I yeah. love, he was like, can I come to you? I was like, no. <laughs> no, I want to see comedy on vinyl podcast. Yeah, I want to see what his collection looks like. Uh, it's good. He's like, "Are you good allergic?" Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "No, no, I'm not. No, Even though I'm slightly allergic." Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, slightly, slightly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I can't wait. So that's going to be because you know one of the joys of doing this podcast is this is a professional recording studio. It I'm is. talking into a Neumann microphone, which is. Like yeah, some of the greatest German That's technology. Great. Since... Albert Brooks has literally spoken to the same. Oh microphone. my God, that's true. All right, yeah, Albert Brooks. Yeah, so good. Uh, it's just he's anyway, kind of a genius. Have Doesn't... you ever met? Never. I've t- no, not really, not really one on one talk to him. I've been <laughs> in the same room with him twice, but never. I just wanted it to be like a real moment as opposed to. Yeah. Walking up to him. I kissed his. You yeah. kissed him? What? I was thinking, how weird would it be? You made out with Albert Brooks? <laughs> no, if I just kissed his penis. Oh. <laughs> just after, this doesn't have to be that uncomfortable. <laughs> why would that be co- at, in any way comfortable? <laughs> You're like, why it doesn't have to be that uncomfortable? How could you even, how could that even happen? <laughs> I mean, I could tell you how that would happen. But I mean, how neat, how sweet would that be? Let me explain. I, <laughs> no, no, you you know, if you, or just the intimacy of that. Are you uh, sure you <laughs> want this to go out on the air? Sure, I have no shame about this. I have never kissed Albert Brooks's penis, but if I did, I would tell you. And it would be kind of a nice thing. All right, I... <laughs> Tell me Hello? the word. Tell me the Hello? words you're using to describe this act is nice and intimate. <laughs> what are the words? No, I'm just thinking of like a light. The kiss. way you, your way you're describing it is like <laughs> this is a cuddly moment, sure. or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's a highly yeah. sexualized thing to do to somebody. Well, well, of course, of course, right. it's very but the way sexualized. You... No, but like, have you ever skinny dipped? No. Oh, okay. Because okay. I've been skinny dipping with people, and I won't go all the way. Huh. All right. Like, uh, wear the underwear. Rude. Um, I know. I know. So, okay. So, skinny dipping is usually like a platonic act, weirdly enough. Like, skinny dipping. Let dip- me take that back. I have. I have once. I have once okay. and didn't enjoy it. Okay. Well, what? I've been skinny dipping every day. Every since day. 1999. <laughs> yeah. I got it. <laughs> I've been skinny dipping several times and it's always been very platonic and just like silly. Right. And, you know, like, ah, naked together oh it's so crazy like it's never been like a group sex situation it's always just been right? like a fun because I know thing. the way you are around turned on men is the way I'm going to describe it <laughs> what yeah wait what do you mean or is... when we were talking about being at a strip club and you didn't like oh yeah 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 I don't I don't like secret boners <laughs> <laughs> that was my pleasant way of saying that <laughs> though like in a skinny dipping situation I don't know. Anyway, so like there's an intimacy there because you're all naked together, but of it's course. like, but it's, and it's, you know, inherently like kind of sexual, but, but not really. It's more like, playful. Yeah. Yeah. It's playful. Exactly. It's childlike. Like you're letting go of. 
right. all these these adult yeah. things. Yeah. So when I say, "I've kissed the penis of Albert Brooks," <laughs> and again, I gave you an out. I gave you a very clear way, I, which I have never, I've never met met Albert Brooks, let alone kissed his penis. But what I was thinking in that moment was, I was trying to conjure like the energy of a skinny dipping session which was just like playful and childlike wherein I would kiss Albert Brooks's penis playfully no, I get... oh my god someone shoot me I'm like a sick horse <laughs> no you're going through a lot you're going through a... what I'm saying is I went to platonically kiss Albert Brooks's penis I get it I get it you do it in a non-sexual I actually way would really like, like that. it's a friendly funny kind of cute adorable thing to do yeah, well, yeah. not even, like, in that, like, I'm not even trying to be adorable, but just as, like, an intimacy thing. Like, last night when I was very drunk talking to, oh, I can't. Okay. <laughs> right. Guys, this is okay, how, no, I'll who say, knew I'll this say. is how the podcast was going to end? No, I'm going to say, okay, so I was talking to four very platonic friends, and I, when I was very drunk, said that it would be nice to have. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I would no. like to. <laughs> I just have a bad feeling about this. Go ahead. I was saying it would be really nice to have. <laughs> and not in a sexual way, but just like in an intimate, uh, playful uh, way. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, this is going to be terrible. I was saying that I would really like to have a very close-up picture of Oh, it's getting worse. But just like the palette. You know what I mean? Like, you know when you take such a close-up picture of your dick or your boobs or whatever or like I don't have a dick but like if you take like a close enough picture that's like the palette just the color and I was saying I just want the color so I can be like oh it's it's this intimacy right without it being like sexual because no one no one can be turned on by like a like a really close close up and I'm not even saying like oh you see the skin in the hair I'm just saying like super super close up blurred color and I was saying I wanted to make a patchwork quilt out, out of those colors and i i stand by that okay i'm not again usually hello? i love doing follow- hello i usually i love doing follow-up <laughs> but i feel like for your own protection i'm gonna back off because i usually that's all i do is for you- my own prote- i mean what am i what are- it's just it's just because i didn't quite understand what you're saying you want to up close picture up just the okay. So if you were to take your phone, like I get straight it, up but... on your deck, but just like the color, just mm-hmm. like not even like pores or hair or anything. It's right. just like this is me up close. It's not sexual, but it's like me. It's my. It's my. It's, you know, right. everyone's sexuality is very important to them individually, and it's kind of private. So it's, or it, it is private. And it's only shared with people that you choose to share it with. So how do you elevate a platonic friendship? You get a very close-up picture of their dick skin. Thank you. That's our show. <laughs> Dustin's shaking his head. I stand by that, though. I know. I know, I know you I do. know I'm drunk, but I stand I know, by it. I know. I know. I know. Well, you'll listen to it, and you'll decide. You'll listen to it later on, and you National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.